Hi there, my name is Natalie Nation, and you're listening to Feed That Nation. Today I'm going to be talking about five things that professors do that I wish they would stop. I've been a college student for five years. I did four years of undergrad and I'm just working towards the end of my first year of graduate school. So I'm definitely not an expert at being a student. I've spent a long time in classes with professors learning material. And I think that I can speak for a lot of other college students when I say that it's more than just the material being taught, but the way it is taught and the professor themselves who can really impact whether or not you enjoy a course and how much you learn from it. I do want to acknowledge before I get too far that I am fully aware of the fact that college professors are humans. They are not perfect and they have lives. A lot of professors at public institutions are hired primarily for their research and then they end up teaching courses as well versus at private institutions professors are often hired just to teach rather than to do research. And I'm fully aware that professors are humans. They are real people. They have spouses and kids. They have all of the research and the stressors that go on in greater academia. They have social issues, they have emotional problems, they have mental health issues, physical health issues, and all of that. I also today won't be throwing shade at any professors in particular. I'm going to be speaking as generally as I can, and I definitely am not in any way, shape, or form speaking for my current educational institution or speaking for my past educational institution. These are just my experiences with things that really, for me, can make or break a class, how much I learn from it, and how much I enjoy it. So the first thing that really frustrates me is when professors are unreachable and they're hard to get a hold of and hard to meet with. And again, like I said, I'm fully understanding and aware of the fact that professors have personal lives. They have other responsibilities other than meeting with students or responding to students' emails. That being said, if I'm emailing a professor with a question or to set up a meeting or requesting information about something and they don't respond for two weeks, that doesn't feel good, and I certainly don't get the information I need or the support that I need from that professor. I guess the overall message that it sends to me, even though this I'm sure certainly isn't the professor's intent, but when a professor says they have office hours and then I show up to their office and they're not there, or we set up a meeting and they're 20 minutes late, it doesn't feel good and it doesn't make me feel like professors prioritize their students or prioritize their teaching responsibility. And so I think that's one of the biggest things for me is when I can't get a hold of a professor or I continually reach out to them and they continually take a very long time to respond or they just don't respond because it makes me feel like my class, which is a priority to me, is not a priority to them. The second thing I wish professors would stop doing is I really dislike when professors are unnecessarily or unreasonably strict in their syllabi with their assignment deadlines or assignment requirements without giving reasons why. I think the big picture issue here is that college doesn't happen in a vacuum. And I've already acknowledged it from the professor's side. Professors obviously have personal lives. The only thing they do is not teach the class, obviously. But then from a student perspective, students in college are often balancing multiple course loads with multiple syllabi and they have at least one job, usually more than one job, honestly, and they have family responsibilities, socializing, emotional, physical, and mental well-being, and a lot of other things that they need to be balancing on top of the fact that they're in a class. 
honestly, like I'm okay with professors who are stricter with deadlines and assignment requirements when they give a good reason why. If a professor says that you have an eight page paper due on April 1st and they are not going to accept anything less than eight pages and they're not going to accept anything later than April 1st because, and they give a good reason why, for example, they want eight pages to show that we thoroughly understand the material or April 1st because the papers take a long time to grade and they need to set enough time to get everything graded before the end of the semester. Those are both things that I understand and appreciate and I especially appreciate when professors are transparent about why they do things. But when a professor just says that they don't accept lates and they don't have a good late policy or there's no indication that if you had something come up, because again, class doesn't happen in a vacuum, if you got the flu or you had a relative get sick or die and there's no indication that they would be willing to work with you to get an extension or to work out an alternative that's really kind of scary and again it just lends itself to the idea that professors don't prioritize their students kind of like my first example and i think that especially as someone with adhd where one of my main things that i get stuck with is I forget assignments because my brain isn't wired to remember things well, despite the fact that I have several systems in place to help me with that. I mean, Google Calendar is basically my life, but when a professor has very strict late policies without explaining why they are in place and I have a late assignment, it makes me feel like even though I do have accommodations that would allow me to hand in that assignment late, it makes me feel like I can't take advantage of that or that the professor would be mad at me or judge me if I took advantage of that. Another teaching concept that I wish professors would steer away from is when professors are lecturing and they reach a point where they're going to pose a question to their students. This happens mostly in bigger classrooms with students who aren't familiar with each other, but if I'm in a room with 40 people that I don't really know very well and the professor is asking for our opinions on a topic or a question, I don't usually feel super comfortable raising my hand and volunteering. And again, I'm a very comfortable and confident public speaker, but I just feel maybe my classmates would judge me. Maybe my answer is really wrong. I don't want to be judged for being wrong. And it feels uncomfortable, so I usually end up not raising my hand. And I'm sure a lot of more introverted or anxious students are in the same boat as me, where you're smart and you want the opportunity to share your opinion, but it can be uncomfortable to do so when the professor just poses the question to a large classroom of people. I guess what also happens in these situations, and I won't name names and I'm not judging and this is definitely not like an insult to anybody, but it often ends up in a larger lecture hall when a professor asks a question or asks for people's opinion. The people who speak up tend to, not always, but tend to be the people who like the sound of their own voice. And that can be awkward and frustrating as well. To contrast that, I really do love when professors ask questions and are encouraging discussion. And I think one of the best techniques that I've had professors use in class is when they do some version of a think, pair, share, where they'll pose a question. They'll say, okay, everybody think it over, then discuss with one, two, three classmates. And then I will call on each small group to give an answer. And that technique makes me feel a lot more comfortable because then I get the chance to sort of validate my understanding of the material with my classmates, hear what they have to say, and then we can choose as a group who's the most comfortable giving our group answer to the class. 
And I feel like I learn a lot more that way than when a professor is just lecturing and they occasionally ask a question to a room full of people. Something that can be really frustrating in a classroom, particularly if it's a course that I'm really interested in learning related to a field that I really want to go into, is when the professor teaching the class doesn't have a lot of practical experience working in that field or they don't make a conscientious effort to bring in people with those experiences so that the class can gain the knowledge that someone who's worked in the field for several years would have. I won't give a nutrition example because I'm still very close to a lot of the people I went to school with, that wouldn't be appropriate, but to draw a similar comparison, if someone is an English or a writing major and they're taking a class on editing and publishing and the professor doesn't have a lot of experience in editing or publishing, how are students supposed to be able to ask questions about jobs in the field or specific editing or publishing issues or really niche questions that a professional in the field would know but that the professor might not? especially if that professor doesn't bring in guest lecturers or friends from companies in that field. And that, I feel, can be really detrimental to being able to take classroom knowledge and apply it to the real world. If I'm really interested in editing and publishing, and I'm in a class for editing and publishing, but I'm not gaining an understanding of how editing and publishing is done in the real world versus how I'm learning about it in the classroom, I'm not being as well prepared for my eventual editing or publishing career, now am I? So I certainly think that no, it's not every professor's responsibility to be an absolute expert in whatever they're teaching, but it's definitely a professor's responsibility to acknowledge when they are not an absolute expert in that field and find other ways to bring that knowledge to their students through guest speakers, through videos, through field trips even, or whatever the case may be. The final thing that really frustrates me when I'm in a classroom and professors do this, and it's really it's really off-putting and actually honestly pretty hurtful is when professors scold the class or blame the class for something that is not the class's fault. This can happen in a few different ways. One way would be maybe if the class took a test on a topic and the majority of the class did very poorly on the test. And instead of acknowledging that maybe the test was poorly written or maybe the material was not taught very well, the professor instead blames the students for not studying hard enough. Even though generally, and I don't want to say always, but if students are in a class and they're paying a decent amount of money for that class, a good number of people are going to be motivated to study and try to do their best. And so it can be really hurtful when a professor blames the class for not doing well on the test when instead they should be wondering, well, why don't my students know this material and what can I do to make sure that they do understand it? I think another place this happens a lot and I have a personal example and I'll give a little bit of it, but I, I don't want to get too much into detail just because I really do enjoy this professor and care about them and I really did enjoy the class, but there was an instance in which um, my class was assigned a couple of different readings to do with the knowledge that we would be discussing them in class. And I did the readings, I took a few notes, and I was really enthusiastic about it. I was looking forward to the discussion. And we got to class and started the discussion, and it became very evident that several people had not done the readings and were not prepared to discuss. And the professor got frustrated and sort of scolded the whole class, all of the class, for not being prepared. And that was pretty hurtful to me because I had prepared and she scolded the entire class as though all of us hadn't prepared. And what that did really is it didn't 
prepare us for the discussion, obviously. And I certainly felt a lot of shame, even though I had done the readings, and it made me not want to speak up in the rest of class or in future classes because I didn't like feeling that shame and I didn't like the way the professor made me feel, so I was less motivated to put in the work for the class. And the silver lining of this is I was able to reach out to that professor later on and tell them how that incident had made me feel and they actually, they apologized to me and then they apologized to the class for having lashed out like that. So that was nice at least to have been able to resolve that somewhat, but definitely professors who blame their students or scold their students for things that are not the student's fault or are not the entire class's fault, definitely that's a huge turnoff for me. <laughs> definitely not something I think professors should ever do. I think an honorable mention, I know I said I had five things, but I think the sixth thing, <laughs> because I just thought of another one, is when professors don't update their course material year after year. Um, and this is maybe more of a pet peeve than something I genuinely wish professors would stop doing. It can be really frustrating when you're in a class and either the material seems out of date or when there are specific instructions written and they aren't updated for either current computer systems or current knowledge and understanding or whatever it is and it just complicates, I guess, students trying to learn the material when it's not up to date and specifically prepared for that class. And I guess I will give actually a really personal example of this is I was in a physiology class that had at one point been separated from anatomy. So you would take anatomy in semester one and physiology in semester two, but was in the process of being turned into A and P, anatomy and physiology one and anatomy and physiology two. I had taken the course with the, with the understanding that I did not need to know anatomy and that that anatomy was not necessarily a prerequisite for this physiology course because of the way they were grandfathering the system and like grandfathering the physiology in. But the professor teaching it was teaching my physiology class the same way that they were teaching the A and P2 course without having changed any of the notes or the PowerPoints. So there were sometimes things relating to specific muscle groups that I didn't know the names of or I think there was a question on a test once about like ankle dorsiflexion and I was I had no idea what that meant. It wasn't a fair question because I had never learned that material. And that's just frustrating to me. And I think it can be challenging, of course, and I'm understanding that sometimes professors take over teaching a class last minute and don't have time to update the slides or material they've inherited. But then I think also it's easy for professors to just get into like a rut of, I've taught this class for three years already. I know exactly what I'm supposed to say. I know what all the slides look like. So here we go. And it's like, no, you're, as a student, that's a really frustrating experience for me. Definitely my honorable mention there. I think in calling out things that I wish college professors would stop doing, it's not a very productive video to just say all these things I hate, because that's, that's rage culture and I'm not about that. But it's hard for me as a student to understand all of the nuances that go on behind the scenes that can impact a professor's ability to teach a class and teach it well. The things I am aware of, especially in a public university setting, are that professors are often hired not for their teaching ability but for their research expertise because universities are able to make a lot of money when they have excellent research coming out of their university. And then also they are needing to teach students so that they continue to produce 
academic professionals who can continue to go on to do research that will bring the university money. So it's kind of this big cycle, but then we end up with professors who are genuinely and truly passionate about their research topic. They are the experts in their field, but they don't have a lot of experience teaching. They're not comfortable teaching and they just don't like it. And this isn't the case for all professors. Certainly there are professors who do amazing research and are amazing educators. But I think it's more about bridging that gap and acknowledging that it's okay not to like teaching, but there are ways that you can get more comfortable with teaching and things to do to improve the class experience for your students. Because for students, at least my priority is definitely my classwork. When I'm at school, I'm in school to take the classes, along with doing the internship experiences that come along with becoming a dietitian, but I love my classes. I loved them in undergrad, most of them, <laughs> and I love learning and I definitely make those things a priority. And it definitely impacts my class experience and the experience of my classmates when I have a professor who isn't comfortable with teaching, doesn't like it, and does some of the things that I have previously mentioned that make class an uncomfortable experience. And I think, especially as I definitely want to teach in higher ed one day, I don't think I want to get a PhD, but I definitely do want to educate future healthcare professionals, especially future dietitians. And I really want to know more about that side of academics and the professor side of it all and learn about how all of that works so that I can be a better educator. I hope you've enjoyed this video. I certainly enjoyed making it. If you're listening on YouTube, throw me a thumbs up. Definitely throw me a comment and subscribe to my channel. If you're listening on a podcast platform, definitely leave me a five-star review. If you're able, go follow me on Instagram. I am at FeedThatNation. I will see you guys on Saturday with a vlog, and I will see you guys next Wednesday with another podcast. Until next time, my name is Natalie Nation, and you're listening to Feed That Nation. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you soon.